Welcome all you modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Hulhan, shouting at his laptop because his headset is broken. Before we get to our fantastic episode with Bob Healy of Gamers Vault, I have to tell you about some upcoming shows. Tomorrow, that is going to be April 20th, I will be at Brickfest performing stand-up comedy at 7 p.m. That's Thursday, April 20th at 7 p.m. at Brickfest. That's at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, PA. If you can't make it to that, then I want you to come check me out at the Castle Point Anime Convention. We will only be there Saturday, April 29th. We'll be doing stand-up comedy. We'll be doing an episode of this very podcast, and we'll be playing Game the Gamer. So head on down to one Castle Point Terrace in the Howell Building in Hoboken, New Jersey. For information, go to castlepointanime.com. On Sunday, that's April 30th, we will be at ZenkaiCon in Lancaster, PA for Cosplay Pro Wrestling. So please come to the Lancaster County Convention Center on April 30th. For more information, go to ZenkaiCon.com. I'm also happy to announce for the first time ever, we will be going to PotterCon Philly. That's May 14th at the T. L.A. It's a Harry Potter convention. We'll be hosting a bunch of fun events. For information, I recommend you check out PotterCon Philly on Facebook. Also, this has been a long time in the making. We are returning to Provincetown, Massachusetts on May 19th to the 21st for Nauticon. Yes, Nauticon, our favorite 21 plus convention up in Provincetown, Massachusetts. We weren't able to make it last year, so we are super thrilled to come back this year. Nauticon is not a con, as you know it. It's 21 plus, so uh, there will be some alcohol consumed. But please come out and see us. It's always a fantastic time at Nauticon. Also, This episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by WanderingTyson.com. It's not every day that a world record is broken, let alone shattered. It's happening now, and you can watch and follow along at WanderingTyson.com. When you visit WanderingTyson.com, you'll follow along with Tyson as he rides his 49cc scooter from Minneapolis to New York City, then to Miami, then across the country to Los Angeles, north to Seattle, and finally back to Minneapolis. That's a total of over 15,000 miles, all on a 49cc scooter. You'll be able to follow Tyson's journey on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and of course, WanderingTyson.com. Only driving at a max of 35 miles per hour, Tyson's adventure will literally be one-third the speed of a major league fastball, or half the speed of a sprinting cheetah, or double the speed of a stampeding elephant. You you understand what I'm saying. So come along on Tyson's 15,000-mile expedition on social media and wanderingtyson.com. That's W A N D. E-R-I-N-G-T-Y-S-O-N dot com. A trip of a lifetime begins at WanderingTyson.com. Best of luck, dude. 
It's going to be a hell of a trip. And now, without any further ado, please take it away, Kirby Crackle. ready for a podcast <laughs> I, was, I was really really hoping for that one who's here to do other things that's currently being annoyed by a podcast nah they're too focused this is the plus two comedy podcast coming to you live from gamers vault that's 175 route 70 in medford new jersey i'm your host as always tv's no Hulahan, and i'm joined by the marv to my harry mr will liam how you doing will wait i don't marv to... What bandits? Home Alone. Oh, all right. That that's getting dated at this point. It's the Thursday before Easter, so I thought a timely Christmas movie they... reference would be <laughs> would be random. Fitting. Why wasn't the sequel? Was the sequel was at Christmas, right? You think they would have done a different? I think they're all at Christmas. Yeah, they should do different holidays. Done an Easter and then like a St. Patrick's Day. I, I hear you. That's those not a bad the, idea. Those are the three big ones, right? Yeah, yeah those are the big three holidays. <laughs> Our guest this week is the owner of this beautiful establishment, Gamers Vault. Please give it up for Bob Healy. <laughs> I'm looking for the beautiful establishment. I'm, I'm still I looking. I thought you were looking for an exit. I thought you were uh, looking no, for no, no. The exit's right back there, and I've locked myself out of it many, many times. <laughs> Not particularly sure I want to do that tonight. It's pretty warm tonight, though. It's a, bit it's a bit warm. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, we've done this show in in five different stores. Two of them closed. Yeah. <laughs> and this That's is by far the, the biggest and just most beautiful space that <laughs> I, we've been in. I got the feeling from when we got in there, we're, we weren't the reason that those stores closed. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> we're not a, it's only a 50%. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna tip the scales <laughs> if you stay open. And we are not. I like how he says if. <laughs> when when you stay open, that doesn't sound right either. As you stay open, while yeah, you stay be, open, while you I'm not an English major. Sure, Stop yeah. adding words to it. So Bob, we'd like to start with an icebreaker question. Okay. Uh, and this comes from uh, Ramon, friend of the show. Yeah, and I enjoy long walks on the beach, mm-hmm. and um, I'm a Taurus, and. Uh, Oh, this, oh really? this is not this is not one of those questions. It, I mean, it's it's always share. a mystery what the iceberg okay. question is. Okay, sorry, that could still be your answer. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> Ramon asked, "What is your favorite and least favorite thing in this store?" Wow. Um, do any of the people who are employed here listen to this podcast? I don't think I, so. I don't no. Think All right. So. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Name names. Yeah. Let's get deep. My favorite thing about this store is probably that it was something that I wanted to do since I was about, like, I don't know, seven. The first time I was in a comic store or whatever, or, like, in game store. So what seven, In seven, your reach was, I want to be a business proprietor. No. <laughs> but at seven, I'd been like, I want to be king of comics. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> and then it gets more reasonable as you get older. I guess, yeah. Till, till you're no, like, if I you wanna... were a pragmatic seven-year-old. No, I mean, you know what, like... I didn't have a lot of, like, places to, to hang out growing up, and I was sort of like, you know, I wasn't totally popular in school. So, like, when I started going to um, the local comic store and I, I picked up magic and stuff like that, like, I kind of found a home. Right. And 
I was a really young kid. And when I think back to all the stuff that I could have been doing at 12, 13, 14, like 15, mm-hmm. like all the really bad crap that I could have been doing, and instead I sat in a, a comic store, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, it was probably one of the better places I could have ended up. And so I always wanted to provide that sort of a place for other people. Um, hence all the play space. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. that was like a big thing when we opened this was must have play space. Must not have people who want to p- do stuff and play games stuck in a back corner. Gotcha. Um, so that's, that's like my favorite thing about the store is we have a really cool, I've always wanted to do it, and we have a really cool place where people can just come and play anytime they want as long as our doors are open. That's, yeah. that's my favorite part about it. Like, mean, this to, is, like tonight, like this is awesome to me. Yeah, like, yeah. I still can't get over that. It is, it is absolutely packed in here tonight. It's, uh, it's Force of Will on, on Thursdays, right? Force of, Force of Will, Pokemon. Pokemon, and Modern Magic. Okay, so there is magic. I yeah. thought there was magic going on. And occasionally we even have, I think, D&D groups. Sometimes they're in the other room and sometimes they're around here. But I, yeah. have, I have never seen a D&D group on a Thursday. Yeah, we would have jumped yeah, okay. in. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, preposterous. Maybe we moved them. We would have moved them to this table. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah and this would have been an entirely different podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, my least favorite thing about um, owning this store is Jason Rosk. I mean, um, <laughs> I hear he does give the finger a lot. Yeah. Uh, no, my least favorite thing about owning a store, well, about owning a store, I guess. That was the question, owning a store. Um, Which is in the store. You could have just my, named okay, a game my, you didn't yeah, like. My least favorite thing about in about Target the store, some people. It's not, I guess not least favorite, but every time I come in, I think of something we can try and do better, or it feels like it's never finished. You know, like okay. every time you come in, it's like, <laughs> we should move that, or we need to fix that, or we need to move that here, or we should be doing this. So I just feel like, I almost feel like I can never get it where I really want it. So maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Yeah, we're but not we're not like a potential employer. You don't have to do that. Like, <laughs> no. My biggest weakness is that I try too hard. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of that. <laughs> uh, that is not my biggest grow. weakness. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, sort of the the feeling that it's always unfinished. You know. I mean, I do like the recent changes you made to the store. Recently, you brought the comic books into here. Yep. And, and now there's just more play space in yeah. the other room. <laughs> yeah. And that's nice, too, because sometimes when um, we only have a couple of staff on early mornings or really late at night, we can have people playing and, and we can keep an eye on everything mm-hmm. and, you know, so we can transfer it to that side of the room. So it was kind of helpful. Yeah. You know? It's an absolutely favorite, favorite store I've been in. Thank uh, you. I would say my favorite thing about the store is, is the two bathrooms. <laughs> I, I can't think of a single store I've been in that had You want to know bathrooms. what? People marvel over this. Yeah, when we insane. when we opened this place, I was thinking, man, they're going to be amazed with the play space or the selection or this bathrooms. It's too bad. We apparently having a women's bathroom is a really really big friggin' deal. You and, you would and be I'm surprised not, how many people forget. <laughs> and I'm not downplaying it. I'm just surprised. You know, <laughs> um, it sort of seemed like a no brainer to us, but maybe not. No, yeah, not at all. Yeah. I mean, when we when we went to rent this place out. The guys that the who's the property manager for the center is like, well, you probably only need one, so we can sort of, you know, block that one off. We're like, no, no, we'll, we'll take two. Why would you block? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're just gonna maul this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, we're we're good. It's fine. Really. I mean, thank, it'd be kind. I've always wanted to have a bathroom. I I have an insane like OCD privacy when it comes to the bathroom. Like, just, right. I need yes. it. So I would like to have a bookshelf that I like pull a book on. And then it opens up, and behind oh, it, secret bathroom. Yeah, is my bathroom. It sounds like uh, it sounds like a bar I used to go to in Milwaukee. All right, you're going to need to explain yeah. this. 
There's this you went bar. To a speakeasy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So funny. You <laughs> <she laughs> said hidden bathrooms. It's no. <laughs> like, so I really got to go, and you're like, you got to find it. No. So there's this bar in Milwaukee, and it's called. Um, uh, I can't remember the name. It's still around, but basically, it is a it's a theme based bar off of um, you know spy movies. So and speakeasies. Okay. So when you walk in, it's such and such import and export company, and it's a little room, and there's a money penny in the front with a desk. And if you know the password, she hits this little button, and the wall opens, and you go into the bar. If you oh. don't know the password, she makes you dress up in all this funny stuff and do all this ridiculous stuff. And there's closed circuit cameras in there that feed into the bar, so everybody can watch and laugh at you. And the best part is. <laughs> If they once you do all that stuff, they will eventually let you in, but they will not tell you the password. It's hidden in the actual bar, so you can go there like eight times. And if you don't find the password every time, you have to make a fool of yourself. Get dressed up again. That's it's called the safe house. That's what it's called. That's they had a a bar rescue episode where they made something like that. Yeah, they did. They did. But anyway, there's like secret. the, The safe house bought all the stores around it on the block in Milwaukee. So there's a bagel shop. With a secret entrance to the safe house, if you know the password, there's a pizza shop, and if you know the password, there's a secret entrance. Can we? Can, I love this. Can we talk about what the economy in Milwaukee must be that not only can a business afford to just humiliate and turn people away for not knowing a password, but then goes on to buy the other adjacent stores for fun? I need you to help me humiliate these people. <laughs> and so then there's in the back alley of like the block it's on. There's a um, one of those old phone booths, and yeah. I mean. You know, if you dial the right number, it well, it turns. And into the they bar. can afford crazy. Mechanical. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I will it's, say I would be suspicious the moment I saw a phone booth. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, most people, most people these days don't even know how to use it, so it's a very unused entrance. <laughs> They're like, "What? What is this? What? What buttons? What? Yeah. Mash my hand in the keypad? <laughs> Call Greg." But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if your hand is too fat, you may mash it into, <laughs> please mash it into the keypad for a dialing wand. Good reference. Good reference. <laughs> anyway. So, so what else do we have going on at this store? Uh, tonight? Um, well, in general, for, wow. for our listening audience. Okay, so we um, pretty much specialize in any sort of... Um, any sort of tabletop games, so role-playing games, D&D. Uh, we've played, had Carla Cthulhu played here. Um, and we also have, um, like, tabletop war games, so stuff like Warhammer. Right. Um, card game, collectible card games, so Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, Force of Will. Um, board games, um, although we're kind of getting out of that business. It's They're really expensive, and... Um, it's a lot of money to tie up to carry them, and the turnover's pretty low. So we have some, and we still okay. keep, you know, like Settlers of Catan, you always have to keep yeah, them. Yeah, I imagine that's Because it's yeah. more of a play-at-home yeah, internet yeah. purchase. We, we, really, we were really hoping when we first started with board games that we'd have a lot of people come out and play them here. But what typically happened is parents bought them, and then they played with their kids at home. And that's cool. But, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't bringing foot traffic in, and, and they were their big-ticket items. So gotcha. um, we sort of got out of that. Um but really, I think what we really specialize in here is play space. Like, you can come <laughs> in here anytime we're open and play a game. It's not like one of those stores where, okay, Magic is on this night, and then D&D is on this night, and, you know, D&D is Wednesday. And if you come in and you want to play D&D on Thursday, like, just watch out, because you're going to get <laughs> thrown out by the scruff of your shirt. So, like, you can literally just come in and set up. We don't yeah. care. I mean, it helps if we know you. We'll probably ask who you are if we see you more than once. We care a little bit. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, but... You won't make them dress up 
If no, 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 no. I wish. <laughs> if we could afford all that stuff, I would totally. Well, there was that group of guys that kept coming in and they were playing that board game that was just the blueprints of your store. Um, huh. Really? It's questionable. This would work better if you were a bank. I don't yeah, know. Why yeah, yeah, no, I think so. I was going to say, there's not a lot of money here ever. <laughs> I wish there was. Yeah, but what if they wanted to make off with Warhammer miniatures? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, we got insurance. I mean, by weight, those are probably the most valuable thing. Probably. Uh, by weight, probably the cards in the back, honestly. Yeah. Oh, well, now we know there's cards in the back. You're also downplaying yeah. uh, your video game collection. So, yeah, I was getting that. So, we have, and then we deal in used video games, which is sort of a separate thing where, so we buy and sell used video games. Um, I would say sort of like GameStop, but it's absolutely nothing like GameStop because we actually try and pay a decent amount of money for the games you trade in. Um, we buy and sell uh, used and refurbished systems. Um, and then we also, you can test out all your games here. So we have stations set up where you can come and make sure the game works. And, and that way, you know, you know you're taking home a good product. So, um, I mean, I think that's most of it in a nutshell. Yeah, when you first walk in, it's just every system. Yeah. yeah. And like a, a lounge. Yeah. yeah. And a sign that says, please just put it away. It's like, oh, this isn't yeah. like pricing or anything. This is beautiful. Yeah, people don't read very well, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they still don't put it away. Yeah, no, they still don't put it away. Somebody puts it away, usually an employee. But this is absolutely a fantastic store. I know well, I keep gushing, you. and I know I do a show here, so I'm going to keep gushing. But I do love you know, this You store. don't have to suck up to me. We like you. You can stay. <laughs> oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> Store's terrible. No, nah, Okay, that's fine. <laughs> We've heard that, too. <laughs> But you also do a bunch of charity work. Uh, sure. I mean, I do some. Um, <laughs> uh, um, Ooh, don't talk about tax no, shelter, no, no, tax no, shelter. No, 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 no. No, yeah, right. We have to generate income here to, to accrue taxes, so... <laughs> yeah, you're you know. fine. Yeah, so, no. I wish we needed one of those. Um, we, uh, I've been really lucky, so my, my day job, um, uh, I do a bunch of things, but... Um, I run a couple of foundations um, with my family. Um, so we have a, uh, an international relief foundation that does uh, medical relief work to Sierra Leone, West Africa. So if anybody's ever seen Blood Diamond, that's Sierra Leone. Um, back I in, like, used to oh, have one. a pen pal from Sierra Leone. So my pen pal, I was 25. I don't know what you call it when you're 25. <laughs> um, we, we, yeah, a fr- yeah, a yeah. friend. Was it male or female? He's male. Male, okay. So yeah, It um, wasn't a Sierra Leonean girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I look, hey, I mean, that's fine if it That'd was. That'd be tough. Like, oh, work at the golf course is tough. She's like, I, I, I mine diamonds for warlords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't really do that anymore. Yeah, they still mine diamonds. There's no war. Yeah, there's no warlords yeah. anymore. Um, but so we we do um, a bunch of medical relief there. So we're we're in like six or seven hospitals and about 15 or 18 clinics. They have power yet? Yeah, they got power. Power, roads, water, in certain spots. Like, the, farther that, that was a- the farther you get out of like the main the main city, Freetown, it get, kind of gets worse and worse. Um, big infant mortality problem there, so that's a lot of what we focus on is, you know, safe births, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then um, we, uh, we have a charity that goes into Catholic schools and kind of helps them figure out how to run like a business, like Catholic high schools and, and um, grade schools, and like mostly in inner city like Camden. Um, and you try to help them figure out how to keep themselves open because most of them close because, you know, <laughs> Father Duffy may be like a great homilist and a really good parish priest and doesn't know a damn thing about running a school. Don't you ever or talk like, about Father I'm Duffy sorry. that way again. I mean, oh, Duffy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, because 
uh, Father Flanagan. I went to a Catholic school, yeah. and, and my priest, Father Dumphy, oh. was the reason that the school closed. You didn't mean and my priest, like, Father Doherty? <laughs> I mean, just give an Irish name. Chances are yeah, it's one of them floating that around. You know what? Um, and that's the sad thing is, like, these guys the don't Irish necessarily... run businesses. Because they drink all the profit. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. All that communion wine. Uh, it's not stereotypical <laughs> at all. Um, I'm Irish. I think I get. <laughs> but that's. But we're celebrating the stereotype. You know, yeah, you're not making yeah. fun of it. You're celebrating. Yes. It. Um, <laughs> They're rampant alcoholism. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that's the sad truth. Is like a lot of these places shut down, and you know, the problem is particularly in the inner city. Sometimes they're the only uh, alternative to a public school, which usually right. are not really great. So we go in and we sort of help them recruit, teach them how to recruit, teach them how to sort of, you know, minimize overhead and, like, basically go from red to black and stay open. Right. And then we get out. After three or four years, we, we extricate ourselves. So, um, yeah. yeah. My high school did that exact thing. They're, they were the alternative to the Atlantic City High School. Oh, which high school? Holy Spirit. Okay, yeah, I know. And they did a huge ad campaign because the, they're in Absecon, which is outside of yep. Atlantic City, which is a huge Jewish community. I think 60% of the kids I went to school with were Jewish. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, just, no. It was an odd, like, you wouldn't well, think. you know, I went to St. Joe's Prep over in Philadelphia okay, yeah. for high okay. school. And, you know, you had Muslims and Jewish kids from the inner city going there, either because they were on scholarship or because it was a really good school. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not, I don't know. I mean, like, the, the religion piece is nice, and it and it certainly, I think, you know, is, is a good thing. But yeah. I think the education is what follows through with a lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, and the quality yeah, of the a, education. Yeah, it was a very good school yeah. when I went there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's some of the charity work. That's that's super incredible. Yeah. And every time you bring it up, you always act like it's not the biggest deal. <laughs> I just got to go save lives. Uh, no, no, it's not that. It's just that I grew up with it. And, um, you know, from a really early age, you know, we were sort of, my sisters and I were sort of taught that we were really lucky. Our father did very well, and right. and you know we all got to go to college, and we all got to not worry about where our next meal was coming from, whether we were, you know, our parents were going to make rent the next month, and so, you know, from a really early age, it was always really important that our parents always told us that it was really important that you had to pay it forward, and so, sort of, it is funny. Because we've been involved in this stuff so long, but then now we're getting married. Like, I'm married. Both of my younger sisters are married. My older sisters are married. And some of their husbands find it really weird because they're like, well, you mean you don't just, like, write a check and then, like, you actually <laughs> run these things? You're like, well, yeah. Like, what? Why don't you just write a check? You're like, uh, I don't know, because that's not what we do. I don't know, because it's just <laughs> never done that. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Um, so, I, I don't know. It's just sort of something that... Um, I never thought I, I don't know any other way I guess if that makes sense it's awesome though what's Jaiman Hansu like I don't know I've never oh uh, I don't know he's actually not from Sierra Leone <laughs> no I know um, I, I'd love to meet him though he seems really cool yeah, he seems so nice I mean he got a he totally he speaks eight languages I heard this and he got the worst bit part in Guardians of the Galaxy I like this part I, just, I like this I part too but he, he should have a bigger part yeah. like he should be, I don't know. I bet it was Matt if, like, when he saw Batista and he was like, I should probably play this part, yeah, yeah, not like, you. Yeah, like, but I mean, I mean, Drax is a big guy, though, and he's, like, ripped, but he's yeah. not, like, huge, yeah, you know? he's svelte. Yeah. He's wiry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, and, you know, Batista cried when he got the part. Did you hear this? No, I when didn't. He, when he got called, he was, like, he so wanted, he wanted to act, and he really wanted to get out of, like, like what he was doing. Not because he you didn't mean, like it, but you just, mean bad martial arts movies? 
Yes. <laughs> that, yes. Well, that, I didn't watch wrestling when Batista was around. He came into my world because I love bad martial arts movies. Okay, I was like, enough. who is this guy? Yeah, but he, he and he loves comic books, and so when he got the part, he like, apparently cried. I would cry if I was Drax. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> but I, I must ask before we move on. Uh, this is Gamer's Vault. Yep. No apostrophe. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So this is not a vault <laughs> owned by gamers. This is merely a vault to okay. hold gamers. Right. Why? Because <laughs> it's holding gamers? Yeah, well, it's true. They're all in here. You know, um, they're, pro- they're protected they're, from they're the world. So when we, went to, when we went to incorporate, there was one with an apostrophe S. So we were like... <laughs> and so Someone beat you to proper were, grammar? So, you know, my lawyer was like, well, just think of another name. I'm like, no, I like the name. The name is perfect. The walls are gray. The ceiling is black. We don't have to paint anything. It looks like a vault. We're not thinking of another name. I'm like, take the apostrophe out. Does that work? Yes. Done. <laughs> Just, right. I'll just tell them I didn't graduate like fifth grade English. It's fine. Well, you, you should know I have a, an eccentric uncle who his hobby is to collect misused apostrophes. So a, a sign. He'll, he, <laughs> he takes pictures normally, but he has been known to steal them just off of a sign. Uh-huh. So either a lack of an apostrophe or one that shouldn't be there. And now uh, you have to take your signs Wait, on there too. What? Yeah, um, my uncle Rusty collects okay. misused apostrophes. This is either I the most this was well. A bit that wasn't this, working. this is the most no, either well no, plotted. No, this is a real no, life story. This is either I'm the most well plotted out bit ever. No, like, no. Like, I'm, I'm opening up and sharing a weird piece of my very weird family, <laughs> and you guys are tearing into me. So I'm, just, I'm just I'm I'm he's just in disbelief. Got a closet full. Of it's a scrapbook of pictures. <laughs> But yeah, he has also ripped a couple of them <laughs> off of signs. See, um, I don't know, medicated. Drunk a or, lot. Yeah, I mean, but that, yeah. that counts as medicated. Yes. <laughs> and, you know. So we like to geek out on this show, and we do it with the same. We call it what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're playing. So we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. Bob, you're new to the group. What have you been watching? Um, let's see. I just got done um, Iron Fist, so I binged that. How did you feel about? It? Okay. All right. Let's see. This is complicated. Um, I am not a giant like Iron Fist comic book character. I mean, I know him. I've read him. I've seen him in comic books, but I never followed him yeah, religiously. Because I just finished it too, and I shared a little bit on the last show. But yeah, he was not in my world at yeah. all. I mean, and I am a massive Punisher fan, so just okay. when that comes out, like I'll be watching <laughs> it in one day. Like I'm not yes, going very to work. Excited for that. Um, so I, um, it, you know, what's funny. In the beginning, I actually liked uh, Danny Rand, the main character, because before knowing what happened to him, you know, once he was with the monks, it, he seemed like a child when he showed up. And I'm like, well, that kind of yeah. makes sense because he's been away for forever and I don't know what he's been doing. But, you know, maybe his his um, his um, emotional capacity is a little retarded because he's, he's been away, you know. Right. And so, so he's still kind of a kid inside. He's sort of never grown up. But then when you realize he undergoes like, all of this monk training, and it's really serious. That, that innocence doesn't stay there. Yeah, it flips you, around. You're like, well, you shouldn't be this innocent. <laughs> like, you should be a little hardcore here, man. Yeah. Because he, 
I, my experience, because I, I at first was like, I really like this show. It's really good. And then, it, like I said before, I grew up on bad martial arts movies. Right. And I was like, oh, this writing's terrible. That's why I like it. And I thought the <laughs> fights were very well choreographed. I did, too. But yeah, so having it like a naive monk character is a very used trope in martial yeah. arts. But he didn't stick to it, because he got murdery real quick. Well, he... And then and, he didn't. And then he did again. Yeah, and that's so that's where it sort of lost me. He started to flip-flop so much. And I'm like, all right, look, first off... How do you not tell that uh, Boss Meacham there is like not your friend? The guy is creepy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like like what's what's the dad's name? Um um uh, uh, Faramir. Yeah yeah yes Faramir. How name. do you how do you not tell that like like it's I would have sat down with Faramir <laughs> and been like you so let me get this straight. You faked your death, right? Your daughter is t- just destroyed about it. And you're telling me you faked your death because you made a deal with the very people that I'm sent here to destroy. I think at some point in this conversation, I'm like, could you perhaps tell me what this deal was? Well, my life. Yeah, no, no, no. Anything else? Like, is there something you else? You don't have gonna... to give him that much credit. I think at some point in the two times he betrayed him, <laughs> well, yeah. he could have been like, eh, maybe he's not on the level. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, what does it take? What's it going to take to convince this guy he's not your friend? DEA just breaking down your door? <laughs> Three more betrayals, yeah. and I and, like, swear he... to God. <laughs> He doesn't. He's just. He doesn't lie well about it when he's approached. No. He's just like, "Why'd you betray me?" He's like, "Oh, Danny, I didn't betray you. Oh, oh he didn't betray me." <laughs> you're like. A, he's my like. Mistake. You're like. A, you're like a father to me. No, actually, he's not your father. <laughs> he's Ward's father, and he treats him like crap. And you've seen him treat him like crap. He does that to his own son. What do you think he's going to do to you? But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I liked it enough that uh, I didn't feel like it was a labor of love to finish it. Like gotcha. I, you know, yeah, it, 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 you know, it got through. There was enough fights. There was a lot of fight scenes. The fight they... scenes were good because they weren't too long. Yeah, like, yeah. They felt like real fight scenes. Oh, guy gets hit upside the head with a haymaker, and look, he doesn't get up because that's typically what ends up actually <laughs> they, they happening. They hurt. And the guy they used as the drunk master was really good. I thought. I thought he was a, the drunken guard at the door with the oh, fight. Oh, yes, yes, And he was yes, like a yes, drunk yes. master. I thought he was perfect. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm a, I'm a giant um, Jackie Chan fight. drunken master fan. That, yeah. that movie was sweet. Yeah, I wish they had done more. Because towards the end, it was just kind of the same people fighting. Yeah. I, liked, I liked the pagoda of death. I liked the drunken master guy. They should have gone crazier with it and just more and more tropes. And I did like that. And in the end, the main villain, because you're sort of unsure, like, is it Lady Gao or is it going to be the sensei guy or is it going to be, you know, Meacham Sr.? Like, which guy in the end <laughs> ends up being the really worst of the bunch? And it's him. And I so I like that. It wasn't like a martial arts guy he had to fight. He had to fight just a dude and sort of get over his own pain and anguish. So um, I, I don't know. I thought it was good. So, yeah, that's what I just finished. Now I'm watching, um, which is not very nerdy, or maybe it is. Uh, I'm watching because I'm a big history nerd. Like oh, I love, no, we I love history. history sometimes. So I'm watching The Crown now, which is about Elizabeth II. So, and that's been pretty cool. Yep. I like Churchill. I like World War II, and I like sort of that 50s post-war, Cold War era stuff. So it's been really neat. S- somebody on my Netflix has been watching it. I don't know who, but I know I come home, and it's been watched in which my they, queue. They probably have very good taste then. Yeah, so <laughs> someone's breaking in just watching The Crown. Yep. Probably English people. Drat. So... That and I think I watched Deadpool again, but that's like a usual occurrence. <laughs> Every time it's on, yeah, that, that happens a lot. Uh, um, how about you, William? What have you been watching? I watched Fargo season two. Okay, and for sir, I feel like you need to watch this. Okay, I, I just finished something, so I will. Uh... I don't even know if you need to because I, I liked season one, and I, I also need to go. I don't like Fargo the movie. I, okay, 
I get, it's a good movie. I'm not knocking it, but I thought it was boring. And I get that that's kind of the point, but that doesn't yeah. excuse that it's boring. Like, gotcha. But the first uh, season's a really good police procedural with really weird people. Gotcha. And that makes it interesting. The second season was like, oh, we're not being weird enough. And they just go, it's <laughs> off the... It's weirded up a little more. so weird. My wife is from the Midwest. They're weird on their own. They don't yeah, need I mean, to be turned up. The premise became more accurate. The first yeah. season's weirdness was, yeah, the premise of, like, the Midwest friendliness mixed with, like, ultraviolence. And right. that's weird. The second season was like, no, no, no. We, you guys ever seen the X-Files? Let's make this Let's real weird. <laughs> and, like, there's, there's supernatural. El- like, it got funky. Really? To the point, Dan, I was like, I don't know if I liked this or not. It's, <laughs> it's too weird. It's so weird. So that was the third season. I haven't, I'm not... I don't think it's come out yet. Is it? Oh, I thought you just said I finished the third second season. season. I oh, just okay. finished second I season, misheard. which came out like a year. I'm on Hulu, so I'm behind everyone. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, I'm also watching The Expanse. I don't know if you guys have seen that. The Expanse. Yeah, it's um, it's based off a book which I never read, but I've heard. Um, uh, and um, it's on sci-fi. And oh, it's I don't have sci-fi you know what? More. A lot of sci-fi stuff is hor- has been horrible, <laughs> but they're they're bringing up their game. The Expanse is really cool. Actually, it's really good. I believe no sci-fi show is good until it's been canceled. <laughs> Once it's canceled, everyone's like, "That show was great." So Farscape, Farscape was amazing. Yeah, I mean, Firefly I mean, probably should have been on on sci-fi because yeah. then it would have stayed on. <laughs> but no, Fox. it would have been canceled. <laughs> what was no, the show only in Fox? Do you on cancel sci-fi Firefly? that was about writing those terrible like? Uh, newspapers that you get at the checkout lane of the supermarket. Oh, and the, what was that called? It was mm. like, was then the guy got the future on them? Is that no, 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 that's early edition. That's a, that was a good show. <laughs> it's it's like, you know, those magazines would be like Bat Boy found marrying Bumblebee I lady. Never... Weekly World News, the okay. Weekly World News. They had a show that was about like where they the find their stories that go and follow these stories. That sounds pretty cool. It was really good. <laughs> it lasted one season. It was the greatest thing once it was canceled off sci-fi. <laughs> That, that's, all, that's the point I was trying to make. Uh, I've been watching uh, The Path on Hulu. Okay. Jesse Pinkman in yes. a cult. Oh, yeah. I've seen advertisements for that. Yeah. So how is it? Uh, I, I finished the first season. It's really good. I thought it was going to be the story of Jesse Pinkman being sucked into a cult, but it's the story of Jesse Pinkman already being in a cult and like being confused. Is he really Jesse Pinkman in this, though? No, he's not. That would be cool. I think that's what he ends Eddie. up doing. Yeah. <laughs> he, he references his dark past. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, like, you know, worst case scenario, he can always go back to making meth, yeah, right? Making meth. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Uh, but, for, like, for the most part, uh, it's, it's a really nice cult that I would join. It's very nice. Huh. Uh, but Commercials don't make it seem nice. <laughs> what cracks me up is, like, it's one of those shows that while, like, Jesse Pinkman's the main star, uh, it follows a lot of characters. There's, like, the cop who's investigating the cult. There's the people who are, like, being taken in. There's the people who are trying to get out. There's the leader who knows a little bit more than everybody else and is trying to sweep stuff under the rug. And then there's my favorite character, who's, like, a camp counselor who doesn't have any problems. But all these problems are going on around him. So just like once an episode, he comes out and he's just like, guys, come on. The light. Everything's great. And then he plays the guitar. He's my favorite character. Does somebody like deck him? (laughs) No. Because he's like, he's. Because if this were real life, that is what would happen. Yeah, someone would just punch him. But he's like, come on, guys. The light. And he'd sing about the light, and everyone goes and. And then John Belushi goes and gets his guitar and smashes (laughs) it against (laughs) the (laughs) wall. 
but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, season two, I know, is out in its full uh, or in its entirety, so I'll be watching that soon. But it, it took a little bit of time to get going, but it's a really cool show. Very well done. So that's going to throw it back down to Bob. Bob, what you reading? Um, I read a lot for work, so pleasure time reading is rough. I will admit that Comicsology for my iPad has become. It's um, a wonderful thing. Right? Yeah, it's I rack up way too much money on Amazon. Um, <laughs> I'm a big um, Call of Cthulhu and Ron Howard, or, uh, or not Ron Howard, um, the guy who wrote Conan. Yeah, Ron Howard. No, Ron Howard's the redhead. No, it's uh, <laughs> Ron Howard from Happy Days. Uh, Cthulhu. Yeah, no. Going on adventures. Um, now, why can I not remember? Uh, the guy? I can't believe I can't remember the guy who created too. Conan. That's horrible. Wow, talk about. Uh, Cut this no. part out. Anyway, Robert, Robert, Conan Robert, Doyle. Howard, Robert Howard. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, um, I'm a big Conan fan. Um, I think a lot of the comics that have been written about him are really well done lately. Yeah. The older stuff's kind of bad, but but the new authors they've got have um, have been some really good storylines. So I love those, and and um, and I've been reading some of the Cthulhu comics that have come out. They're okay. New series that just came out. Um, American Gods, which is also on uh, Stars, is it? And yeah. I haven't seen not yet. Not yet. Coming soon but, stars. And the comic. If you follow Neil Gaiman on Twitter, he can tell. If you at Neil Gaiman on Twitter and go, I don't know if I have it in my country. Is it okay if I torn it? And people have been doing this for weeks. He will find out if Stars is available somehow oh, in your country great. and be like, so, here it is. I am a giant <laughs> Neil Gaiman fan. Yep. Sandman is, I thought, was phenomenal. Um, I stumbled onto it when I was like, right when it came out. So I was like 15, and I just thought this was the greatest. All his stuff that he writes, I think, is really good by and large. Um, and so I started reading American Gods. The first, the second issue just came out yesterday. I haven't read it yet, but the first issue was really good, um, and it seems cool. Did you read the book? No, I've not read the book, so I haven't gotten there yet. Um, and then book-wise, uh, I guess I'm reading... Um, <laughs> I'm reading a, a World War One diary of a French infantry guy that survived from 1914 to 1918. So he lived through the, basically That's the whole too war. Long. Yeah, it's way too long. <laughs> Most of his friends don't live that long. Uh, spoiler oh. alert. Um, <laughs> but I'm guessing but, he makes it because he writes the book. Yeah, it's called Louis Bartas Barrelmaker, and because he's a barrelmaker, and that's his name before he gets recruited. And um, it's just this World War One diary. This guy that lives through pretty much the most hellish four years yeah. uh, that Europe's ever seen, and. It's really sad and depressing, but cool at the same time. Um, so I read in a ca- I forget the dude's name. He was an Irish guy, and he he didn't make it. Th- he lived, but he didn't make it through the whole war. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "This is the worst thing ever." But I like I don't know anything about it. And I read another book, and I was like, "If I keep reading these, I'm going to kill myself." Yeah, yeah I it's a really it's a really depressing thing. I mean, like his at one point his 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 unit takes like I don't know something silly like 85 percent casualties. Like every guy, he's like the only <laughs> guy silly. left. That, yeah. Like you know, it's hard. I mean, it's well, horrible. That, the, the, and the dude in the book talks about how like I'm gonna stop giving you the numbers because you're going to get desensitized to yep. them. But imagine uh, it was like when one of the offensive, it's like four hundred thousand people dying in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Just imagine what that's like. So a Can friend, you? Of, no, you can't. Yeah. A, fr- a friend of mine is writing a, a book on the World War One French soldier, and I went to France with him to help do a lot of the research. So we would pull these. Diaries out of the archives and Breslau go through them. Sorry. Oh, Breslau <laughs> okay. But you pull these diaries out and you and I don't read French. He translate them and I'd read this stuff. And I mean, you know, towards the end of the war, these guys are just like, yeah, like another fifty guys died today. It's no big deal. Like whatever. <laughs> it was a light day, you know. Like only fifty. <laughs> You're only like 50. Jesus God. Ugh. So yep. That's yeah. How many people I know? <laughs> I'm not sure I know that many people. It's rough. But yeah, so that's what I've been reading. 
Comic books and depressing World War One first person accounts. <laughs> Yay. From one to the other. <laughs> uh, William, I, I, I'm gonna cheat. Okay, so by I all found means, a cheat. New podcast. It's, I believe, by the writers of Night Vale. It's at least one of them because I think two guys write Night Alice Vale. Alice is dead. Alice isn't dead. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they put it on the, the Night Vale feed for two episodes. And I actually really liked it, and I kept listening to it. And, like it's not my thing at all because it's just one woman's like audio diary. Right. But it's fascinating. I really enjoy it. I've heard wonderful things about it. And it's short. It's like it fifteen time. minutes an episode, so it's very short. I oh. think. But yeah, they they go through quick, and it's just the same weirdness of Night Vale, but without the silliness usually. Okay. Okay. A little and bit like, more serious. Weird. In, and I I've only Is it a connected story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because it's, it's that same woman's... Uh, she's a trucker trying to find her wife, who she thought was dead, and her name is Alice, hence the name. Gotcha. And, and yeah, it's her journey around the country-ish. But she's not dead. Spoiler well, she's alert. not Alice. Her wife's Alice. Yeah, spoiler. Her wife's not dead. <laughs> but uh, I, was, I had a point... Oh, I've only, I've only been listening to it in my car. Okay. While I tr- like drive at night, so may, like... Maybe my listening experience is part of that, but yeah, it's like it's especially like yeah, this I, is really cool. Yeah, that makes sense if you're you're more in the in tuned with it. So that's cool. Uh, I haven't given it a chance. I've been told many times to, but I'm lazy. Yeah, uh, I, I I've been reading. Uh, I found the final book for Matt Fraction's Hawkeye, which I bought forever ago and uh, never got around to reading. Uh, we're a little pressed for time, so I'm just going to say it's really good. I haven't finished it yet, and I'll talk more next week. So there. <laughs> and I'll throw it back down to Bob and say, Bob, what are you playing? Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen right now. Oh, yeah? So I just answer. got done, like, um, Fallout 4. I, like, I played through that uh, completely. What would you do at the end? Oh, I, I helped the railroad, dude. Who? The railroad. Oh, ra- yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, correct yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, I helped the railroad. The other, the, I mean, because the other guys, the military guys are boring as hell. I mean, they're really just so one-dimensional, it's not even funny. And then, I don't know, I mean, you got a bunch of doctors living the good life underground. They're all scumbags. <laughs> they deserve to die. <laughs> good. All right. <laughs> um, good. And, I, and then I was playing, um, oh, uh, DSX, Humanity, or human, Humankind Divided. So I, I played that. That was cool. And then uh, now I'm playing Final Fantasy 15. Should I get it? 15? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. I was not sold in the beginning, um, but now that I've probably put 20 hours into it, um, it's cool. It's neat. It is sort of like a very, you know, you're like this prince going to get married, and it's your three best friends, and you're in a really nice car, and you're all very cool, and it's very much like a running bachelor party with swords (laughs) and guns, which, you know, and the first female you actually meet is ridiculously shaped with yabos that scoff at gravity and so there's been a lot of controversy about how it's not very well represented with women you know there's like no women in the party you know but yes then you flip over that and you're like well it is made by probably very um, sexually retarded Japanese men so what is it that you expect from this I don't know Um, but it got a lot of flack for that but I will say that it's um, I think it's pretty well done yeah, I love Final Fantasy. I just never have time to play. And I've said this. Yeah. I've said this before on the podcast. I have a sealed Final Fantasy thirteen with a sixty dollars sticker on it, Ouch. sitting next to my PlayStation. And right underneath that <coughs> is a Final Fantasy twelve sealed Ouch. with a sixty five dollars sticker on it. I'm kind of considering just getting 
15, and then I could just say I'm a collector. <laughs> I played 7, I played 8, and didn't finish it, and then I played Final Fantasy Tactics for like 80 years, because mm-hmm. it's freaking amazing, and then I haven't played one since 15. 8 is impossible to play if you've played 7. Right. Because you want it to be 7, Correct. and it never will be. No. But they're coming out with 7 again, so yeah, that's fine. And, yeah, th- I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, 10's worth it. Is it? I would okay. play 10. All right. 10's a good time. Good to know. Uh, William, what are you playing? Is, is is seven still coming back out for the PlayStation Three? No, no, no I'd no, like to. <laughs> PlayStation Four, for episodically. I've heard so gonna... throughout the Playstations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to need a new PlayStation every time <laughs> to play half of a disc. Just, just skip. Were you, were you playing something interesting? Uh, I've, I've been playing The Witness. I brought this up recently. Uh, the Witness is. It was made by the guy who made Braid. Okay, and it's a puzzle game. And it's mazes, and you just you you have to solve the maze, and then you have to find the next one, and then you have to solve that maze. So like Cubert, <laughs> does anybody know what that is? Even oh, yes. we've had the creator of Cubert on this show. Jason, I found my new favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just that one episode. <laughs> He's he alive awesome. still. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was him and the guy who created uh, Rampage. Rampage. It was an yep. awesome episode. Sorry, Jason, you lose. <laughs> Just Again, it's all packed into one episode. You know the guy who made Hubert and Rampage, Jason? <laughs> Hubert and Rampage. Jeff and... I don't know. Oh, I forget the other guy's <laughs> name. I'm sorry. You He's were wonderful. Cool <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's like a maze that you're given in kindergarten, where it's like you start here and you end here. Right. And then each maze kind of has different rules you need to figure out. Uh, this game is the equivalent to cigarettes. I know it's bad. Everyone tells me it's bad. I'm just going to keep doing it, though, because it's my favorite thing. Well, like, is it cigarettes in the 50s when, when it's supposed to be good for no, you and, and sexy? or is it? Now. Oh, okay. Like, with the warning like, labels and the pictures of lungs. With, people with see me black. playing this game. And they're like, you should know better. You right. should know that there's better things out there. I was like, no, I'm going to play this again. Uh, because I beat it. And, uh, you know, when you're playing a game, you know that a game has more than one ending. And you're like, I know I didn't do everything to get the good ending, but I would like to see the bad ending. <laughs> so I beat the game to get the bad ending. Uh, the bad ending is it deletes your save. <laughs> so, still want to see that good ending. So I'm going through it one more time. Uh, it's not a good game. I love it. Everyone should play it. It's terrible. Cigarettes. <laughs> I'll stay away. And that's going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. We end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. This week, I brought Bear Valley. It's a stronghold game. It's in the plastic. I thought if I lost this, you could sell it in the store. (laughs) I know you're getting out of board games, but it's a pretty cool board game. Uh, No, no. Bears are a very integral part of Magic the Gathering. So (laughs) Uh, What did you bring? I think you brought way too many things. Uh, I brought... <clears throat> we have Rock'em Sock'em Robots W the Raw Edition. That's awesome! Wow. I who, are, who are those two super? Or can you change them out? Uh, I think you can change. That them looks out. like yeah, you can change them out. But is that John Cena and his signature jorts. It is. Yes, it it is. is indeed then, John Cena. Uh, I don't know who the other Shaggy. Uh, that that guy. is Daniel Bryan. Daniel yeah, Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, so, I actually could tell from the T-shirts the children were wearing. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, yeah, you can you can change them out if you if you have the other figures. And then we came with a DC Comics Superman Ooh. figure from DC Essential series and a Pop Harley Quinn 
the f- is- Soft Sculpture Funko Edition. Awesome. This, this is one of the best bounties we've had in quite some time. But to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member to come up. But they need to put up a prize for us to win, since we put up all these amazing prizes. It could be anything from a high five to a nickel. Jason, offer your body. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we have, a, we have a Sting DVD. Would you like to put something up? All there right, you go. All right, he's going to find it. something. Come on, Jason. He's digging in the bag. He's got an apple core in there, I bet. We won't do anything weird with your body. Just medical science stuff, probably. <laughs> the money will go to your family. We promise. Yeah. Oh, he's dig- What's he got? Whoa. Oh, is that a commander deck? Whoa. You serious, bro? Ooh. I don't have to put it up. All right. Uh, which All commander right. is that? But, I don't know any of them, but... Bob, it is your choice. I'm going to guess you're going to choose the commander d- uh, over the Sting DVD. Uh, yeah, I think I might. Good choice. Come okay. on up here. You got to compete, man. Yeah, you got to come on up. You're competing. Uh, you may need to Jason's never podcasted on. before, so this is going to be very new for him. No, never. What is this thing? Well, first I, you got to turn your turn mic your on because it's killing your bit that they can't hear you. <laughs> oh, man, it's, we lost it. It's over. It's over. Introduce yourself. I'm Mr. Jason Roskam. Uh, Jason is a regular here. Jason yes, and I also used to do a podcast together. I was called just say, I feel like there's something he should be oh, yeah. plugging. And um, he does. He has a podcast which I'm a frequent and <clears throat> better guest on uh, called Jason. It is Project VCR. VCR stands for Vintage Cinema Review. We go back and review old movies, mostly movies from the 70s, 80s, a couple of the 90s. We also I, review every Star Wars movie that comes out. I super want to be on Yeah, but show. you know, those, yeah, those reviews, the Star Wars reviews, I've got to be honest with you, they're not that great. Bob is in competition with another. I am not constant guest. I am not. On. There's so no they're, competition. They're, they're trading. The no, it requires it to be close in personality for there to be competition. Huh? I'll tell you what. I'm going to have this other guest on this show, and no, then I will. I will put out a grading system. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, we'll not. figure no, it. Out. No, you're not going to do that. <laughs> Jason, pull, uh, pull your mic up a little bit. There you go. All right, uh, so we're going to play one of my favorite games. This game is called Reddit Says. Uh, are you guys familiar with the website Reddit? I can't read. Oh, hmm. that makes that whole reading sick. Well, no one's going to say everything to you. <laughs> yes. I listen to books on tape. No. Ah, that makes sense. No, literally tape. I still have a tape deck in my... Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Turn <laughs> it over. So, guys, remember tape decks? Uh, on Reddit, you can go to a subreddit called Ask Reddit, and you can pose any question you want. Uh, I have the top ten most upvoted answers to these questions. So you want to give me the top answer, a la Family Feud, to gotcha. these questions. Remember, they're crowdsourced from Reddit, not from me. So if they don't make sense, I apologize. The internet is very smart. I'm sure they'll all make plenty oh, yeah. of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, so, Jason, we'll start with you. Yes. Uh, GPS Fatsuit asks, which celebrity would it break your heart to discover they were secretly an a-hole? <laughs> This is the wrong guy to ask this question to. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Good answer. Good answer. Local. Wow. Bob, okay. what do you think? Good answer. Yeah. Um, who's secretly an a-hole. So not, I mean, not who is. Yeah, who's who, secretly. Would, like would like it would be it would hurt yeah. me the most. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Sir Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Ooh. Hopkins? Good one. I would be upset if he was Okay. Yeah. William? 
got a couple of options, but I think I'm going to go Tom Hanks. All right. Damn it. I want to change my answer. Well, he seems so nice. He's on Colbert. I'm in Colbert's show, and they messed around. <laughs> there were puppies. <laughs> the the top ten answers are number ten is The Rock. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Could, that would really that would be, be surprised, but it would be upsetting. He was kind of a jerk when he got punked, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can absolutely imagine him just being a jerk. Yeah, to I, I us could tiny see people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number nine is Steve Buscemi. I've met Steve Buscemi. He's a nice guy. Oh, good. <laughs> it checks out. Yeah, it checks out. He was very nice. Number eight is Dolly Parton, which surprised me. She seems nice. Number seven was a tie between Keanu Reeves and Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, it would be upsetting. I, I don't know if I'd be surprised. Really? NPH? No, I mean, nah, maybe not. Keanu, everybody says Keanu Reeves is like a normal dude and actually a nice yeah. guy. So, all right, fine, fair enough. <laughs> uh, number six is Brian Cranston. I was going to say oh, Brian yeah, Cranston. Yeah, yeah. Number five is Mr. Rogers. I bet <laughs> you that guy is a total <laughs> jerk. It's the quiet ones. Number four is Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Number three is Bob Ross. <laughs> that would be a bummer. He did wow. a lot of cocaine. He was always nice. <laughs> Bob Ross did a lot of cocaine? I, apparently. He's the calmest man on the planet. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, number two is uh, Terry Crews. Yeah, that Who would crush that? me. And number one. Uh, oh, Terry Crews? Buff Old Spice guy. He's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, uh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a wonderful man. Uh, and number one is Tom Hanks. Uh, yes. So that's ten points for Will. Uh, so we're going to start with Bob on this one. Okay. This game is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a silly I game. normally agree. <laughs> I've come around. Uh, 23 and Web asks, what would be the worst place to have a fifty or a $500 gift card to? <laughs> These are random. Oh, wow. The worst place to have 500 bucks to spend. Um, Jesus. <laughs> you know what? This is random, but I'm just thinking, like, because how could you possibly, maybe not, like, Yankee Candle? Yankee like, Candle, 500 Who needs $500 dollars of scented candles? Get, like, like, isn't, like expensive. That's, like, I'm, nine candles. Yeah, I don't, yeah, but who needs nine of them? <laughs> I mean, God's sake, man. Yeah, one one, one deals with, like, time. four rooms. How many rooms can one need a can- scented candle in? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Yankee Candle. I don't That's know. That's a good random. guess. That's a good guess. Will? I'm going to go uh, a Ferrari dealership. <laughs> Yeah, because it's not helping me at all. Five hundred dollars is now meaningless. <laughs> Get uh, you an air freshener, Mr. Jason. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking McDonald's. McDonald's that would be no. pretty terrible. That yeah, would be pretty he, terrible. Yeah, I, I, I love me some twenty piece prize, chicken nuggets, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, number ten. Oh man, my handwriting is so bad that I, I'm not even sure what I wrote. Just don't learn how to read. It oh, solves a lot of number problems. Number 10 is chartering pl- uh, private planes. Apparently, that was like a common prize. Was $500, like $500 towards, towards a, a like $13,000 flight. Yes. Uh, number nine is uh, Scientology Center. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. And also, it's just not enough. Uh, number eight is Blockbuster. Not, <laughs> not enough if you want to have happiness. <laughs> Number seven is a uh, prison commentary. 
prison, <laughs> prison commissary. Prison. I mean, it's still helpful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number six is a banana factory. I don't know why. Incorrect. <laughs> You're totally incorrect. I give five hundred dollars bananas. Number five is a Lamborghini dealership. Sucker. Number four is Borders. <laughs> number three is the dollar store. I disagree. I think that's yeah. Great. I thought that, that's and I was like, things. Yeah. You don't have to spend it all at one time. Uh, number two is games for Windows Live. <laughs> <laughs> And number one, I thought this was odd, In-N-Out Burger if you're on the East Coast. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah that's know. horrible. Because it's Could like just such a regional piece. specific. I mean, you from, you, did they have them when you grew up in California? Yes, and I didn't like it. Really? What? Yeah. yeah, I grew up with one in my hometown, and eh, I didn't see the big deal. Did you order off the secret menu? No. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the problem. You the have menu to dress up in like a silly things. costume. That's why they have a that's secret why they, yeah, it's, all right, so this is our final question. Uh, Will, we'll start with you. Uh, Borkin Dow, or Broken Down Dryer asks, what fictional character do you have a crush on? But not me, these Reddit people. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's, what's popular with Reddit people? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I mean, imagine that you're about, imagine that you are like a, 13-year-old prepubescent mm-hmm. boy. Right. And then just go with that. They got some opinions about feminism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man, I'm blanking on, like, shows that people like. Uh, fictional. Yeah, I know. I guess it doesn't have to be fictional. Right? right. What was the question? Yeah. Let me stall for time. <laughs> Broken Down Dryer asks. Borkin? Borkin. Uh, what fictional character do you have a crush I said on? Fictional. All right. Yeah, fictional is like fifth uh, word. Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. She's interesting choice. Wait, what? She's adorable. I, I, I won't change my right. answer. If, if I don't win with this answer, then this whole game is rigged. Okay. Probably is. There's a good chance. <laughs> Nurse Joy. Nurse Joy. Good Wait, answer. Wait, who the heck is Nurse Joy? She's on that. Clearly, you don't have kids. Stars. Show? Wait. No, kids? I thought they I'm nurse, thinking of Nurse Jackie. No, the nurse from Pokemon. From Pokemon. Oh, that's, that's, not, kid. that's not kids. That's creepy adults. You've, you've <laughs> nailed this, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah, the kids like Misty. Um, <laughs> fictional character? Harley Quinn. There we go. Ooh, Harley uh, Quinn. Right in front you. of your face. It's uh, a sign. I forgot about the entire DC universe. The top ten answers are uh, Dean Winchester. Ah. Supernatural. Guys, yeah, they're no, they're not allowed. <laughs> Stop being a thirteen-year-old boy. You think girls gave that answer? You're insane. <laughs> Anonymous guys that are just admitting. Uh, Tyler Zora from Mass Effect is number nine. Not familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Number eight is Liz Lemon. Oh, that's a good answer. Uh, number seven is a tie between Cheryl Tunt from Archer. And D. Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I was going to say Pam Poovey oh, yeah. from Archer. Sweet D. Uh, number six is 2B. I huh? don't know who that is. Uh, is that a robot of some kind? That, that's a homeroom. From, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, number five is Minda from Twilight Princess. Wow. Really? The like little shadow girl? Yeah. I, mm, I, that's weird. That that's a lot of questions. Yeah, I googled it and got confused. Mm. Uh, number four is Hermione Granger. That's a good answer. Oh, no. Number three is <laughs> number three is Ramona Flowers. Yeah, all right. Number two is Captain Hook. 
Captain, Captain Hook is number two. Wait, 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 wait be- which one? I okay, bet these- that's Once Upon a Time Captain Hook, who is... Okay. Actually, I don't know what he looks like. I know what my beautiful so, wait, cosplay not, friend looks like when he does it, and he's handsome. So, so wait, we're not talking about, like... Like Dennis Hopper, Dennis, Dennis Hoffman, Hoffman whichever Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> this is the third time I've done Might that have been on the show. Dennis Hopper, frankly, if you yeah, played right. Hook, but yeah, we're not talking about Dustin Hoffman, Captain Hook, because that guy was a gentleman. I mean, he was, you know, he, he was a, he was a smart dresser. Like he was a smart dresser. Yeah, <laughs> he was. <laughs> I love Hook. Uh, and number one is Luna Lovegood. Harry Potter yeah. rules the internet. She's, I mean, yeah, she's attractive. For that, <laughs> that means with ten points, the only person to get something correct, Will is our winner. And man, this is a lot of stuff to steal this week. Mm. Where did you meet these guys? Um, we used we, to, we, we used to we, do a podcast in his store. We took all this. You know, you know. Um, the thing was that like Josh was like, "Hey, we should do this thing. You know, it'll be good for the store, and you know, and um, it'll bring a lot of people in." And then, I, and then when I start this today, they tell me that two they've done podcasts in five stores, and two out of the five have closed. Yeah, oh, wow, that's uh, this is a majority open. It's disconcerting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Josh found them, and, and Josh probably no longer works here. Yeah. <laughs> This has been a, a three-year-long scam to get, <laughs> to get that Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's all yours. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show. Plug your podcast yeah. again real quick. Yeah, it's uh, Project VCR. It's on iTunes, anywhere else you can find podcasts. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Bob Healy has been on multiple times throughout the course of the last couple of years. So They're the, Yeah, if you if you go on there, what is it? Where, who hosts that? Libsyn or... Yeah, Libsyn. Yeah, if you go to Libsyn um, and you want to listen to the podcast that I'm on, they're all the ones that are highly rated. Yeah. (laughs) And then the ones that are mid-rated are just Jason and his host. They're very Mm -hmm. good as well. And then the really low ones are are when they have that other guy on. They're not. Fun fact, we did Back to the Future, and Bob uh, was our guest for that episode. Yeah. Your your shirt just reminded me of that. It's my favorite movie. One of of the highly rated episodes. I will will listen to that when I get home. Uh, Bob, anything you want to plug? Um, no, I mean, this, this you, you know... You, you, the, you have this wonderful store. <laughs> well, you guys plug that every every time you're here, and I appreciate that very much. Um, you know, but really, if you enjoy any sort of game whatsoever that doesn't involve bodily harm or, uh, you know, like, weird sexual fetishes, so please even don't... If, even if that's just a board game, though. Yeah, I mean, please, like, please don't dress up in, like, you know, a, a strange, like bunny costume and come down that we're, that's not okay but any other game um, please come down and play because that's why we started this place and we love having people here we are not like a lot of not a lot but some game stores that <laughs> don't enjoy apparently having people in them whatsoever it's very bothersome yeah it's really annoying um, so please come on down and uh, hang out that's really all we ask just hang out and have a good time uh, upcoming shows include <laughs> Uh, next week we're canceled. We won't be here uh, because yeah, end of the show. <laughs> we're gonna have to see if we can do one in a, maybe a circuit city, <laughs> or a silo, a borders, uh, or a borders. There we go. Yeah, we already said blockbuster, but that's close too. Uh, then uh, the next week on the twenty seventh, uh, we have cosplayers uh, Zaikian. Cosplayers are fine. That's, okay, that's cool. not the type of weird dressing up that's I'm talking gonna, about. Yeah, like, no, cosplayers are great. We, no, we love cosplayers. <laughs> Please come on and hang out if you're a cosplayer. To come see them. 
then we're into May. May 4th. Do you have any mean opinions have... about Wizards of the Coast you want to drop on here, too? No, actually. I, as long as they continue to make sealed product and don't raise the price on us, I think <laughs> they're fine. i got to get these plugs out. I'm going to keep interrupting you. Don't. May 4th, Square Painter will be here. He's a video game artist. He'll be a fantastic guest. He's a great guy. Then uh, on the 11th, the creator of the video game Use Your World Words and uh, video game musician Brentel Floss will be returning to the show. Also famous podcaster. Also famous podcaster, yeah. He, yeah. he could try to keep those two separate all he wants. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yeah, we're going to grill him on it when he gets here. And then uh, on the 18th of May from American Ninja Warrior, Dana Fisher will be here. So you can check her out on uh, Team Ninja Warrior, which is coming to USA soon. Uh, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. And as always, thank you to Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much.